I blatantly tried to get back with her and she completely shut me down and I still tried. So like all these things was all backed up by the idea of we only have so much time to live. Mm. And also in a relationship, a lot of the times... Welcome back to another episode of the Sergio Talks Podcast. It's your boy Sergio Talks. It's your boy Matt. Fuck my mic. It's your boy Carl. And guys, before we start this episode, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget to give us... Before we start this episode, guys, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget to give us five stars on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon, where you guys get an exclusive episode every single Friday. So you don't have to wait up until next week. You guys can immediately start watching another episode in two days. It's gang. How many sides does a hexagon have? Eight. Eight. No. Seven. Uh, five. No. Hexagon. Five. Hegs. No. Eggs. Six? Yeah. Ha. Oh, where? Yeah. Bitch. That was a good <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, so if we did speak about it, we spoke about it a long time ago. And this, that, and a third. Because he's gonna drop the bomb. Yeah, but the bomb doesn't have to come with ad libs from your fucking. So ass. what how do you guys what do you guys feel about getting back with an ex? You start, Carl. Getting back with an ex, there's only one ex I'd go back to. I don't know. If it ended, it ended for a reason. But at the same time, if it's like, because I say that, but there's one girl I would go back to. You know what I'm saying? So Damn, what is he trying to say? I think he's trying to say is that I think everybody has that one person that, yeah, that they yeah, would that go back to. That one person that you go back to. You that know? Is like true. in a perfect world, like yeah. given it the opportunity, like you would go back to that person. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Like I only fell in love with one girl. Damn. You know what I'm saying? What? Damn. Damn. I'm not going to say who, <laughs> but uh, that's the only girl I go back to, you know what I'm saying? You know, I always wondered, like, like even, like, people, like, just anyone in general, but, like, mainly I had, like, this fixation about, like, like, celebrities and stuff. I wonder how many of them have that moment where, like, they let a good one go. Mm. I'll give you an example. Uh, a long time ago, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez were a thing. Like yeah. Their hottest couple and whatever. They broke up. She, I think, I'm pretty sure she got married to the baseball player. I forgot what his name was. And Ben Affleck yes. went and got his own she's girl still with too. Him. No. No, no. She's still with the, the yeah. baseball guy. No. No. She's back with Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Oh. Years later. Damn. So, I like, they were like the thing. Like, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez were always going back and forth between each other. Like, it was like, they were always like, kind of like Magnets. Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez vibes. Mm. Like, it, there was like a story behind them that they were like inseparable. But then, like, when she went and had her own other relationship, I'm pretty sure she had kids with him, kids with him too. And Ben Affleck went into his, his life. It was such a big news when they actually got back together because everybody remembers how much of a thing they were right. in the news before. So I think that's why I'm saying like I always wonder like how many people know that they let a good one go. Mm. So how do you feel about your own question? Um, I think there's there's a time and a place for everything. I think you only discover if it's worth going back with an ex once you guys have spent enough time apart. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Like you get the missing each other. The missing each other, but just like the realization of a lot of things. Like don't like... I remember once uh, in my previous relationship, like I was fighting for something that in the end wasn't good for me. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So in those circumstances, I would say like, yeah, not worth going back with an ex. But if it happens to be that you are going back with someone who in general is deemed as like a good person, 
then I don't see why you wouldn't take a chance and at least trying. Mm -hmm. So at least if one day you go about your life and yeah, sure, you feel that you missed out on the one, well, at least you know deep down in your heart that you at least tried. Yeah. Mm -hmm. do, do you know what I mean? There's no regrets in a way also. Like having like doing it with someone that you just loved is one thing, but you could love someone and it could still not be good for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm really saying like off of the basis that they're like a good person. Like, you know, you it, it was, do you guys believe in uh, right person, wrong time? Because yeah. I, I, I do. I know most people are like, uh, like if it didn't work the first time, it's not going to work a second time. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I, I, don't agree with that. I agree with the, the right person, wrong time. You're young, you're whatever. There's things going on with your life, whatever, whatever. And it just didn't work out for both of you. It doesn't mean that in five years from now, it's not going to work. Yeah. Okay. If. Uh -huh. mm, sorry. No, but basically just, just that's how I think. And going back with an ex, I, I have no problem with it. I would, same thing as you though. I would only go back with one girl that I have in my head. That would be the only person. No, any other exes. Damn. Yeah. Oof. If, Damn. <laughs> only one ex. Yeah. Like you want to work things out for like no problem whatsoever. Yeah. And I would start Start at zero. Like, it's just brand new and whatever, like a brand new relationship because we spent enough time apart to go see, back to zero. What you just mentioned is a very important point is that a lot of the times when you get into a relationship back with the same person, oftentimes why it doesn't work is because you hold them to the same standards and to the same person that they were the last time you guys tried. Yes. So unless you guys are both willing to start off on a clean slate, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. You can't hold them to the, to the same things and the same mistakes that they did the first time around. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's not going to work. The same thing is like for the people that decide to stay with someone who cheated on them or to get back with someone after they cheated. If you're not willing to drop the fact that this person cheated on you, if you can't get over that and you're going to keep resenting that person, keep making them feel bad, then it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. If that's the chance that you're willing to take, then you have to pick and choose your battles. True. Like otherwise, it's 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 not going to go anywhere. That, that's why it's, it's important to spend some times apart, so then you guys can come back as like new. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you realize. Yeah, because I am I'm very more iffy when it comes to like you guys break up. It's after a six year relationship. You guys come back together after like two three months. I don't think that's a thing for me. It would be more couple months and then maybe a year or whatever it is that you guys and you guys actually like don't talk like that. If you guys keep the same type of energy when after you guys break up and you still spend all the time or texting or talking, whatever, and then you guys come back together, you guys going to never had that time to be apart and then come back. Yeah. Obviously, you can always like check up on that person and then just let them know like, hey, like I'm not ghosting you. I'm not whatever. Like I'm still there here and there or like to, to ask the person like how you've been or whatever. Yeah, for sure. No problem. Uh, but most definitely like take some time apart. So obviously, like you say, you say all the time uh, to miss them. Like you, you know what you're missing and you appreciate more things that you didn't know you appreciated while you were in a relationship. So you are with them and they were doing stuff that you kind of take for granted type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then you go in and you realize, damn, okay, this is not in my life anymore. Wow, I really appreciate it. And then the second time, I think it would be even more better because now you're more appreciative of the things that makes you happy with that person. True. Yeah. Um, you were saying earlier about the wrong person, right? No, right uh, time. Right person, wrong time. Exactly. I don't think I agree. Go. Because I think that, um, first of all, everything happens for a reason. So if you had that person at that time, 
it's because you had to, and it didn't work out. You had to learn from that relationship to know what you want, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that it it's okay to not have the right person at that time mm -hmm. because you learn from that, you know? No, I definitely agree. But would you say like, let's say, you know, that one ex that you mentioned yeah. that you will go back, let's say like, I don't know how many years it was from now, but whatever the time. Six, I think. <laughs> Six years ago? Yeah. yeah. So so that person, it didn't work out six years ago. Yeah. But were you the same person that you are six years from? I wasn't, but because of that relationship, I was able to change. Yeah, but uh, like, let's say if you would to start dating this person this year. Yeah. Would you say like right person, wrong time? Because now you would be, you grew from that from all these years. You learned mm -hmm. from experience, whatever. Therefore, that's why I said wrong time. Yes, you learned from it. And now it's going to be right person, right time. Okay. Yeah. Well, if it happens to, to, if it ends up being her, if it ends yeah. up being her, yeah, yeah. then yeah. No, like yeah, like in your and your like thinking for you, I mm -hmm. would say now it would be definitely right person because that person was right before, but it was wrong timing. Maybe I don't know how your relationship ended, but maybe you are yeah. immature. Maybe yeah. you did something, whatever. Then it was wrong timing. You grew up from that. You had some experience, and then now you'll be like, I can treat you the way you're supposed to be treated, mm -hmm. and I know that you're the person that I wanted. That would be right person, right time. But you, know? you could also deem it as also being the right person at the right time because that person at the time taught you lessons for the future. Mm. For sure. So yeah, it, doesn't, it, doesn't said, mean, yeah. it doesn't mean like right person, right time means that you're necessarily going to end your life with that person. It could just be that at the time that you guys met, she was the right person for you then. To grow. And if ever you guys meet each other on a, on a, at a different time, it's still going to be the right person at the right time. Mm -hmm. Because okay, that time yeah. that you spent apart brought you guys to a different timeline where it is now still also right person, right time. Because mm -hmm. you wouldn't be the person that you are today if that person didn't be in your life that right time, right moment. I think that's, that's, what, that's yeah. mostly what I meant. But yeah, also yeah. for like, argument's sake as well, there's also the philosophy is like the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. Okay. Because I think that now, I think the older you get, like you you pick your partners a little bit more strategically. Yeah. Right? It's a lot easier to know what you want and set standards and have boundaries. Before it was just like, oh yeah, I feel you, I like you, whatever. It either works out or it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. You know, high school sweethearts, either you know, make it or break it kind of thing. I think now the older we get, it's more so like a lot of people know more so what they want in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot easier to just, uh, you know, like fight for the relationship. I think we do have a problem where a lot of people think that the grass is green on the other side yeah. in our society because of all the options. We've spoken about this before. But my philosophy has always been for like the longest time that the grass is always greener where you water it. Like you, 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 what do you mean by that? Is like working for a relationship. Working for like, yeah. like fight for it, fuck. Like, if, like bro, to, to me, like even in my previous relationship, I had my ex literally tell me, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was the, like the message was clear as day. And then not too long after, I still showed up and pulled up to see her, to still let her, be, like just to get what I needed to get off my chest yeah. and give myself another shot. And when, I and when I tell you guys that I was shut down, okay, like it fucking hurt. Oh. Like it stung. And at the time I was like, okay, so this is it. Like I tried, you said no. So now the door is closed. Mm -hmm. And I come to find out that afterwards, months later, 
I was never going to be doing the reaching out after that because I went and I tried to fight for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand that there was damage there and maybe we needed some time apart and whatever. But because I was still willing to put in the fight, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm still going to come again afterwards, six months later, mm-hmm. and be the one to try to reinitiate again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she ended up doing that. And I think that by fighting for what you love, maybe at that moment, it doesn't stick to the person. But I think what you end up telling them and showing that you had fought for them and letting them know like, damn, I actually had someone who wanted me to the point where like they came and opened up themselves to try to make things work. And I think that that thought starts to creep up months later. Mm. And then like they start to feel like, fuck, I think I might've just fucked up. Lost Mm -hmm. the gym. You know, Mm. because if you don't fight for what you love, then what kind of love do you really have? Uh, Lost love things that you go for for a certain period of time and then you don't when it gets hard because love is hard love is not easy when it gets hard you stop and then you go find it somewhere else that would for me it's lust it's not love well it's it's funny you mentioned that because like uh um me and my girl we had this debate where we asked like what is love and i said love is a feeling and her argument was love is a choice and i was very um I was very hung up on the idea that love was a feeling because it is something that chemically we know happens to us. But at the end of the day, long lasting love, I have to agree that it it is quite frankly a choice. It is the efforts that you put in every single day. It is the attempts that even when things go wrong that you still try, Mm -hmm. that you do whatever it takes to make the, the the relationship prosperous, right? It's 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 like everything. The same efforts that you put into yourself to to be in the gym, or the same efforts that you do to get that job, to get that promotion, to get where you want to be up, and uh, to get to where you want to be up, to get to where you want to be at in life, is the same effort and discipline that you need to also put into your relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people just get comfortable and then stop fighting for their relationships. Yet they won't stop going to the gym. They won't stop you know, pushing and working, but a lot of people tend to disregard the relationships because they feel like their partner's always going to be there. But no, you have to be as consistent and as disciplined as you are in all areas in your life, including with yourself, your career, and your relationship. Yeah. It is a choice. What the fuck? You choose to do all that. You choose to fight, you choose to love, and you choose to just, you know, make it work. But it's also a feeling. It's most definitely a feeling for sure, but a choice because you choose to keep loving the person and to work for it like you just said or whatever because that's why we it comes back to one of the episodes we spoke about as you should always date your partner yeah you should mm-hmm. never take anything for granted well i think it goes in the same boat of like you never stop doing things for them because you love them therefore as a choice because you can every day choose to not do yeah. those things out of love, you just be like, uh, whatever, I I can just do my thing. Yeah. So definitely a choice. Also a feeling for sure, because I cannot explain. I'm pretty sure all three of us can say the same thing. When you love someone, you see that person, it does something inside of you. Therefore, yeah. it is most definitely an emotion also. It's both. It's yeah. just because I think why this is an argument is because you can choose to love someone and cut them off like out of your life you can love someone but that person can be 100% toxic you can have love for someone have so much love but just still decide to let them go yeah because you for for the greater good of you of yourself for the love of you because you need to love yourself first obviously but some people put themselves 
on the side with whatever needs of these people at some point they get tired of it so yeah for most definitely it's a it's a feeling but and then you choose what you do with your love that you give it to people and people and then you choose okay this yeah. is a door closed so yeah i think that's why we say love is um choice and a feeling i was about to say hard uh. and also hardly explainable yeah mm. Can you can you remember since you has been like a long time can you remember how you felt when you were in love? Yeah, I was uh What was different from like now today? Like what cuz I I've never known you like that. Like I've known Sergio being in love. Yeah. I can see him, I can see in his eyes, I can see whatever. You've seen it also. But I've never seen you. What what is what is Carl being in love? Um when I was in love, I was a bit of a simp in a way. Uh, you know, take, p- taking pictures, uh, doing those cute dates, yeah. um, uh, all that cute stuff, going out of my way a lot to like uh, just make my girl happy in a way. I think that that's me. But you see, bro, I got to cut you off because my back, but that, that's not being a simp. No, it's not. It's the bare minimum. Okay. Yeah. 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 But what? What? Because that's that's the that's the lingo that a lot of guys are referring to as being simps now. And that's especially, not the case. Especially yeah. today. Yeah. It's not, bro. If, especially. And here's the thing. Being a simp is like doing those things, but having been pushed over or like pressured into doing those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like if you're whipped and you're doing things because you want that person's approval or you want to be praised or you're doing it in the fear of losing them, that is when you're simping. Okay. But if you if you have a good person and you're doing these things is that you are just um, expressing your gratitude to them mm-hmm. for everything else that they do for you yeah. that is your way of being able to repay them by doing those things okay yeah yeah then uh i think i was just like really it was a big puppy love i'd say but what's your what's your what's your love language that we don't know about like things that you do out of your way that is like when you know you're in love that call will do i'll give you an example so you can understand my way of showing love is is helping my girl grow Mm. Like doing whatever she like she she wants to get this work she wants to get this done like whatever goals she has I will do everything and anything for her to get it because seeing her happy get this this going on whatever mm. makes me generally happy yeah. and you know it's my love language because I do the same thing with you guys mm-hmm. when you guys tell me you have a goal or whatever I'll do anything and find any solution for you guys so you can reach it and then. Just seeing you happy brings me joy. Yeah. Therefore, imagine how much what my girl would be like even more. You get what I mean? Yeah. So what what is your love language that we maybe don't know about? My love language, my biggest love language, I think it's a physical touch. I was all over my girl. You get what I mean? Like okay, I was yeah. always hugging. I was always touching. I was always like taking her little cheeks. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just super touchy. And uh, if not touchy, I was always uh, trying to give her like the, the most... Uh, of quality time you know i didn't have that much money because i was a little kid yeah but uh quality time as like uh going downtown going to go breakfast going to just making her laugh everywhere just having like a blast wherever we went you know what i'm saying love it and now yeah. let me ask you like uh, it's been quite some time that you're single and and whatever and so whatever whatever how you feel but do you have like this feeling of missing this part of your life like not in a way that you're desperate to be in a relationship. That's not what I'm asking. Yeah. More like, more so like, like it's been a long time. Everyone likes to have their person, have their people, but it's been quite some time you're single. Do you feel like, like, yeah, I kind of missed this part a little bit. 
of whatever, or you're more like, no, like, listen, this is not one of my focus right now. So therefore I just do my thing and maybe it's going to come along like later. Both answers are good, by the way. Yeah. I think it's really a mix, uh, mix of both because I have those times where uh, I see couples and everything on Instagram, let's say, and I'm like, oh shit, I wish that could be me. I wish I could just go travel with my girl right now and just yeah. uh, enjoy time ab abroad and just uh, do whatever. But at the same time, I know myself and I know that right now I'm mostly on a mentality where I want to grind and make, get my money up and, this, and have this and that. So like the girl that I'll be with is going to be, I'll be able to like uh, provide even more and have give her like let's say a better quality time because that's what i like to do with like a bigger bigger trips bigger dishes and that um uh but uh i'd say it's i'm 70 30 70 percent like uh like i said grind and uh, focus myself mm -hmm. and 30 is like uh mostly when i'm alone and i'm just like oh that's shit I, I could be yeah. i could be with a girl right now or, like be in a relationship and just be with that person exactly but uh i don't have that much time alone so i don't have that much uh Thinking, like thinking you don't get of, the end of, okay, of, I get. oh shit, I should be with a girl right now, you know? I'm mostly like always with you guys, so I always want to grind or I'm at work, I'm at the gym. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like busy keeping my mind uh, doing while doing something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, 70, 30, I'd say for that. I had to, I had to show you guys um, a video because th there's one thing that's been, that I've, that's kind of been like annoying me as of late and I am, I am at fault to have done this too, but you know the guys that go around that ask like what the guy brings to the table, what the girl brings yeah. to the table, and they always make yeah. it seem like the girls are kind of like fumbling on their answers and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, first off, I don't think it's fair to ask a girl what she brings to the table because quite frankly to me, and this is something that also again that my girl made me realize is that a girl brings herself. Meaning that a girl by being with you by default is already her giving up. I know it's gonna sound extreme, but she's giving up her life to you mm -hmm. in the sense of, and we, we've, we've spoken about this before, but in the sense of, you know, they are spending time with you and girls are on a biological time clock. Mm -hmm. And also society has deemed that the older they get, the less valuable they are to society. Mm -hmm. So by a girl staying with you and dating you, that is what she's already bringing to the table mm -hmm. is her time. Mm -hmm. And and I think a lot of guys, like when relationships get tough or when a guy starts to think that, oh, he might be doing a little bit more. I think guys forget the fact that she is still consistently bringing something to the table and that is her presence. Mm -hmm. And if she's a good girl and she's doing a lot, she's you know taking care of you, she's making you feel good. Uh, she's giving you that that status and whatever it is that, uh, the, yeah, that guys deem that as small. It is actually something that girls are doing, good girls are doing on a, daily basis i think i think guys literally don't realize if i'm being real i think they don't realize because m even me those videos i've never really like like well, i don't time. really care like, it's like i think it's a stupid ass question if i'm being mm -hmm. real like I, I think it makes no sense because how i see a girl what she brings to the table has never been like uh i don't know if that's Valuable. a word in english no no objectal like yeah, it's not yeah. I don't care like your work. I don't care like your money. I don't care about none of that. What I do care about is like your presence. Like you just said it, mm -hmm. right? Like what, how, the same way how I'm going to make you feel like secure, like comfortable, confident, whatever. The same way that's what I'm expecting from you. So how I'm going to feel like emotionally when I'm going to be with you. What is you going to do when you take care of the family type of thing whatever mm -hmm. the same way i take care of the family because i don't want no one in the comments be like oh that's not what we're here for well if if we put we do the same thing 
a couple is as 50-50, we just do it differently. The same way a girl will bring to the table her presence, emotions, the way she's going to take care of you, whatever. I'm going to take care of you, uh, make sure that you're secure, uh, bring your protection. We essentially doing the same thing. So I don't know what guys expect from that answer when they say, what do you bring to the table? As if she's going to say like three PhD and, and doctor and yeah. and like 500K on the table as a dot. Like it's what? like a resume. Yeah. Like a, what are you expecting as an answer? Like yeah. it makes absolutely no sense to me. Like, yeah. Whatever. And I mean, essentially at one point, given the fact that you're going to be with a girl, hopefully for the rest of your life, is that she's also eventually going to give you kids. And that's, that's that, that by default already puts her in a position where, you know, if you leave her one day, she's fucked. Mm. Because you could still be 35, make a comeback and keep impregnating and getting relationships with other women because your value hasn't gone down. But a single mother's value in society today goes down. Mm -hmm. The more kids you have with the more baby daddies or, you know, being a single mother, period, is harder to date. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that's the thing that men tend to forget, too. Again, it's all about the long game. Right. And I think a lot of guys, they just think about like the present moment, but they don't they're not future forward thinking people. Mm -hmm. And that's why this video was interesting. And I wanted you guys to see it. If your man woke you up at 2 a.m., he said, baby, can you cook me a meal? Would you cook your man a meal if he woke you up at 2 a.m.? No. Just be honest. <laughs> being honest. Oh. What about you, Kiki? It all depends on how I'm feeling. All right, it depends. Oh, you well, another depends. It depends on the situation. Here's another question. If an intruder broke inside the house, would you or would you not expect your man to go downstairs and handle that break at the door? Natasha. Absolutely. Allie. Yes. Kiki. All I'm saying is if you don't, it's over after that. Uh, yeah, I would expect that. What I've heard was that a woman's wifey duty <laughs> is based off her feelings, right? It depends on how I feel. But the man's duty of protecting you it's mandatory. How is it a fair deal? These are so different. Like, yeah. one is like, not not. The one is like you're both about to die, maybe. Right. And if you don't and the do other it, one is you might so, not eat. So it's not about the situation. It's about what the man is attracted to and it's about what the woman is attracted to. The man is attracted to femininity, submissiveness. The woman is attracted to masculinity, protecting and providing. So if you're not giving what we are naturally attracted to, it's not a fair deal if we have to always give you what you're naturally attracted to. Uh, it's really well explained so but it, but it's also it's the it's the most polar opposite thing you're comparing asking your girl at 2 a.m to go cook you a meal versus an intruder coming in and you having to defend not only for your own life but for the people that are at home <laughs> yeah. you know like asking your girl to go and cook a meal is like a favor that you're asking her to do at 2 a.m what the chances are that she's tired mm. and also you're asking her to go out of her way at two in the morning to go and cook yourself a meal. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between asking her at 2 a.m. and asking her to make you a snack during the day. Mm. That is true. Do you, do you know what I mean? Also at that, the majority of men are not able of protecting if an intruder were to come into your house. Yeah, most definitely. A lot of them would flight before fight. Yeah. So it's like... The comparison is not the... It makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that the guy instinctively is not going to do it because he doesn't know how to protect himself because he doesn't have the proper training or whatever. But it's just like, it's not a fair comparison. And like the thing about these guys about like red pill or whatever is that they always do these crazy comparisons, Analogy, whatever, yeah. you know, and then they make it make sense. Yeah. Oh, like there was this one time. The on, yeah. On the, on the whatever podcast they're asking, right. The guy was saying that men for the longest time have also been oppressed. And he was comparing how women have been oppressed to how men have been oppressed. And the argument he used for men is that for the longest time, I forgot what the name of the law is, but we were 
uh, by law, if ever there was like a world war to happen, we were automatically cons- conscripted into the army. And that that was a form of, of oppression that we had. But it's also like, what kind of a, a man would you be if you didn't feel like what you needed to do was to go out there to fight for your friends and family and loved ones back home? Mm. You know, like what if kind you, of man you are if you just stand in your couch and look, or, or yeah, or you you don't go to the army, or you yeah. try to get out of not being conscripted into the army because mm. you're too cowardly, or you're afraid, or you don't want to die, which is fine. They're all valid reasons. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, it's like especially these guys that spew red pill. It's like you guys talk about being like providers and protectors, yet you guys are complaining about the oppression that we had at one point in time about being forcefully conscripted into the army. Even back then, the the, the um, va- valuable death was to die in battle. Mm. Yeah, you know mm. what I mean, so like why? Anyways, men were saying, "I'd rather die like this on the field than on the field than than like honorable or whatever." Yeah, exactly. that was a For thing. Honor, basically. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it, it goes back to this thing that I came to a realization the other day. And you know, like whenever they say, "Like, what are you pursuing? Like, what is it that you want in life?" and whatever. Like at first, like my go-to answer was like, you know, to be happy and stuff like that. But I feel like happy, like happiness, is like an obscure thing to chase. I feel like there's always going to be moments in time where you're not happy. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me now, I'm kind of changing my dialogue as how I view what my purpose in life is. And I think for me, my goal is, is to be useful. I think that that's a perfect example. I feel like if I were to go do that, and if I were to die in war, at least I would have died being useful, therefore having fulfilled my life duty. Yeah. I can't go to war and like get shot and like have died a happy life. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, I think because I'm very drawn to being used to like, even when I'm in relationships, like like we spoke about before, I don't simp, but I do a lot. Yeah. Because I love the person, right? Yeah. I'm I'm there offering massages. I'm you know, I'm ordering your, you know, your coffee. I I'm I'm just taking care of I'm just very cautious and very protective of you and wanting to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And that to me Yes, brings me happiness, but it, it, it embeds more so the philosophy of being useful. Mm-hmm. I like being useful. I like knowing that my girl needs something done and it's like, no problem, I'll go do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, isn't it? Is, what's the, the love language for that? Isn't it like... Um, acts of kindness? Acts of, yeah. No, acts, acts of, of service. service? Yeah, acts service. of service. Okay. Yeah, and I realize that I'm a very service-driven person. And I, 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 gotta, I gotta be honest, I've had an issue lately where I don't follow through with those things, okay. With my acts of service, like saying that I'm gonna do something for her or I'll, I'll do something for you, and like not following through, and I, it's de- it's detrimental to my character because I feel that by doing that, that I lose my. I feel like I become less of a man by not standing by my word. Your identity. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I oh, and I always feel bad about it, and it and it always gets to me. Yet I still do it, and it's something that I'm that I'm working on. I'm trying to get better at, and I want to get better at because, like I said, I love to serve. But you know, wanting to serve and not coming through with them, it doesn't add up to the same thing. You have to say that you're going to do something and then actually follow through with it Be a man in order to feel useful. Yeah. Exactly. So it's some, that's the most recent thing that I've been dealing with lately. At least you know, like there's a lot of men that actually probably feel the same but they don't know it you know what i'm saying so knowing it makes you at least like uh you know what to work on also in a way so. it's, a, it's awareness for sure mm-hmm. a lot of guys will like do something like will fuck up in the relationship and feel like they didn't do anything wrong because they lack the awareness exactly. and that is something that my uh my dad has always taught us during karate is 
that. And it, like I said, there's a lot of philosophies that you could take in from martial arts and bring it into the day to day life. And it's the awareness, right? Because you could be, you could get hit by someone and not be aware of, and not be aware of what just happened. Okay. Mm. And therefore not be able to prepare your next move in order to avoid that happening again. Because mm. what could happen is you get hit once, you go back, same thing happens again. You get hit in the exact same spot because you're not aware of what just happened. Mm -hmm. You're just reacting to things rather than being aware, analyzing, taking it in, and then coming out with a different approach. And I think that that is something that you could take into your day-to-day -day life, let alone relationships, mm -hmm. is just being aware, being conscious of what is happening, what are you losing, what damage are you doing. How do you guys feel about, like, it's, it's the same topic but a little bit different how do you guys feel about holding your friends accountable accountable but like in their like in their relationship so you see you use like what you just use this this philosophy of like you do something you fuck up but you don't know but let's say if i see it and then yeah but i always tell you guys straight yeah um, i know but isn't it like a fine line no, you get what i mean like I'll, I'll, I'll use an example of like one of my friend was in a relationship for a, a long time and then when i was telling him stuff of like hi buddy like i think you fucking up on this subject whatever it was going in like there and leaving got you after after his relationship then he told me damn i should have listened listen yeah so that sometimes it's a fine line because you don't want to be that friend that seems like you're always bringing like negativity in a way because you're like saying mostly negative things of like you fucking up on this 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 or you sound like intrusive no, like, I, it, it just shows that you care. I know, but you, you get what I mean when I say it's like it's a fine line. Because the thing is that like you you love and you cherish friendships a lot. Yeah. And the thing is, is that um, it's the same thing like we just spoke about before about like fighting for the person that you love, right? It's the same thing with the friendship. You're doing it out of love and I, and you're doing it so that if ever he doesn't listen to you, at least you in the back of your mind, you mm. tell yourself, oh, well, like, you, he can't say that I didn't try to warn him. Okay. And now, now look at the outcome. Even if it took him a year, two years, or months later to realize, he still ends up realizing, coming back and being like, damn, like I should have listened to you. But again, you did your due, right? Mm -hmm. You fought for what you um, for what you love, essentially. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Totally agree. I feel like if, if anything, the other person probably thinks that, um, oh, it's his relationship, it's not yours. Yeah. So it's it's no, it's whatever. Whatever anyone says, it's my relationship. I'm, I'm the one dating the girl, you know? Do you guys know where guys also fail in? What? It's, you know, when your girl is coming up to you with a problem, mm -hmm. right? A lot of guys tend to dismiss it. A lot of guys tend to be like, oh, like it's not that deep. And they try to give like an explanation to things and to try to, to give reasons, but not in the right way. Mm -hmm. And kind of like bringing it down and, and being condescending and, you know, making the girl feel like it's, she's exaggerating, it's not important. Yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a big part of being a good man mm -hmm. is, again, I'm going to use the word again, is being stoic. So it's being able to hear what your girl is saying and understanding the hardship that she's going through and not allowing your emotions to get annoyed by what she's telling you okay. and just being able to listen and whether she wants advice or just wants you to listen to know which one it is that she's expecting from you. Yeah, I was about to say, what is like the line that you see that it's not to get into emotion, but then therefore she's looking also for reassurance. So you see that she'll take a big problem. She sees it so big. So your job is to reassure it, reassure her. Yeah. So sometimes it looks like you're going to like be condescending because you're trying to make the situation look more big than it is. 
So you reassure her. But it, but it's, it's very easy to approach those kind of scenarios. The way that I do it personally, I, I'm not saying that it works for everyone, but the way that I do it is that I, I always ask questions, right? You, I, I let my girl speak. I let her say whatever she needs to say. I ask her questions though, mm-hmm. right? Because I make her think out loud. Like she'll explain to me a story and I'll be like, okay, but why did it make you feel that way? Mm. And then she'll explain why it made her feel that way. And then you're going to see, you're going to discover that there was an actual, um, like an undertone of a different reason as to why she feels that way. And then you can ask her questions about that. So you could let her come down to her own reasoning Mm. just by asking her more questions. Mm -hmm. And then once all of that has been dealt, then you could come in and be like, well, I think this, this, and this, and this. And it, the dynamic that I've had with my girl has always been like that. We go through that phase and then she asks me, she finishes like her last sentence with like, no, like, what do you think? Mm. And that's when you know it's time to give your advice. Mm-hmm. But a lot of guys, they try to jump the gun and the minute that she first brings up a problem, they immediately try to cut her off and be like, well, like, it's not that deep, just let it go kind of thing. Mm. Just do this but they don't take the time to actually be like present in the moment and again, be stoic and putting their own emotional masculine way of, of handling situations and just taking the time to actually hear her out. Yeah. And I think most of the time they're also just, they just, they just want to vent. Just oh, to girls. Yeah, yeah. Girls like to vent for sure. So just, yeah. be oh, I think they need listen. to think. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think, I think, wait, I, I, I can even say it's a form of love type of thing. Cause if, if your girl doesn't vent with you, ah, effy bro. But, yeah. I think it's a, a form of also like of a release of like, like aggression. Like I think guys will tend to like go to the gym or punch yeah. a wall or do something. I think girls, it's more so what they do with their words. Mm-hmm. We all know that a girl can fucking use her words and like destroy you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But a guy will like not act out on it. A guy will tend to always, like always result to like violence or something that has to do like physical, like throwing something, punching a wall mm-hmm. in the midst of an argument, you know? And the girls will just be more so verbal. And I think that's a form of releasing aggression in the same way as a guy does, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah. Like a guy punches the wall because we'll be honest, it's because they, they want to display that aggression onto the person that's pissing them off right mm-hmm, now, yeah. but they can't, so they take it out on the wall. Mm-hmm. And the girl wants to release the aggression in what she has in her too. And quite frankly, she ends up using it on the guy, but she doesn't necessarily mean what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Just like the guy doesn't really mean that he really wants to punch her, which is why he refers to like a wall or a pillow or yeah. something else instead. Just get a there? Good, just get a Marcus good Aurelius listen. book on stoicism called Meditations. That was very specific. All this to say that also I think people just need to live a life of living in the moment. Sure, thinking about the future is great, but not to get caught up in the future and just realize that we are quite frankly all going to die one day. Mm. So what is it going to take you to go and get that girl back? What is it going to take you to take that trip or to leave that toxic relationship or to get out of that toxic household? Nothing. Mm. We all, quite frankly, have one life to live. And if we keep thinking and caring about what people have to say, then we're not, we're not going to get anywhere. I'll give you guys an example. I got with, back with my ex, what, three times? You know how many times I was told no? You know how many times my friends or family told me not to go back? Mm. And don't get me wrong. Had I listened, sure, it maybe would have been better for me, right? But I can say that at the end of everything, this was a seven-year relationship. Mm. I still am able to stand here on my 10 toes and say like, I have no regrets about that seven-year relationship. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know that I completely gave it my all in trying to make it work and I could die knowing that I did so and I'm not going to be left with any what ifs. Mm -hmm. I tried to make things work. I got my heart broken on many occasions. I blatantly tried to get back with her and she completely shut me down and I still tried. So like all these things 
was all backed up by the idea of we only have so much time to live. Mm. And also in a relationship, a lot of the times ego destructs relationships, right? And we only also have so much time to love one another. Because mm. even if you end up being with someone for 50 years, 50 years is, not, is still not going to feel like long enough when you're both on your deathbed. Facts. And then you're wow. going re- to regret about all the times that you guys got into a fight or, or that you, you're going to regret the fact that you guys broke up and spent six years apart and got back together six years later because you wish you could have gotten those six years back. True. As if you wasted. Because at the end of the day, that, that, that's, that's what matters, right? Is have, are you satisfied with the life you lived? Because we think about now and we're unsure about getting back with people or think of the worst. But at the end of the day, like those things are what hold us back and don't allow us to become the best version of ourselves. Yeah. So the title of um, this video is... Um, Everything happens for a reason. I was about to say, go talk to your ex. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I, honestly, I title it just, you know, fight for what you love. Fight for what you what believe you in. Literally. This is the quote of today. Fight for what you love. Um, yeah. It hits differently. Uh, but guys, if you guys like that episode, we're like on a consistent, like fucking heavy hitter episodes lately. But guys, if you like in that video, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget us. Don't forget, be stoic, Sergio, be stoic. Don't forget to give us five stars on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon, Patreon. where you guys get an extra episode every single Friday. It's been your boy, Sergio's Talks. It's your boy, Matt. It's your boy, shit, Carl. See you guys next week.